to you in peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. From beautiful Hotel Candelaria in Antigua, Guatemala, my name is Sean Smith, and on behalf of myself and my beautiful wife, Don Maurice, hello. Welcome to Now is the Time. It is my privilege to welcome to the Mobile Pro Podcast booth, floor crew number two, numero dos. I'm going to have the crew introduce themselves, starting with the crew leader. Hi, my name is Garland Peabody, and I'm from San Jose, California. I'm Brody Wildman from Washington, Illinois. And we're down one uh, crew member. He's not feeling well right now. And so uh, maybe we will include David in our conversation. But uh, it's great to have a veteran and a newbie. Some uh, guys who actually did four floors today. Uh, They were scheduled to do three. Uh, actually two, and then take a lunch break, and then do their third. They did all four before taking a lunch break because they're just that kind of guy. They're really gracious and generous, and uh, they didn't want to disappoint the the lady of the house who was waiting patiently uh, through most of the morning. And so uh, tell me about uh, today. Tell me about the houses. Tell me about the families that you visited and uh, and I, I'm just curious what, what your day was like. Well, we had uh, one of the locations was a family of seven. Um, and we did actually two floors in their home, which had absolutely no concrete floors. It was all dirt throughout. Um, very gracious family. Uh, the second floor that we, after we had left that family, we did another floor which consisted of going to the home, going up four flights of stairs to the very top of the area where they were living, and and everything needed to be mixed via buckets because there was no way to do the floor. These are outdoor stairs, right? Yes. It's not four flights within an apartment complex or something. This is all outdoor concrete steps. Concrete steps straight up, straight up. And then we left. when we finished that, we thought that we were done. And we didn't realize that the woman that was sitting there with us while we were waiting for you to come pick us up was the woman for the fourth floor. And she lived way on the outskirts of town um, in a really small home that consisted of just three walls and a roof and a dirt floor. But the view was so spectacular. I almost would have lived in something like that just to have the view. It's amazing. It's hard to believe. And if you go to our website, now is the time for missions.com, you can see these spectacular photos. It's it's so disconcerting because here we're we're serving so many homes. They're on the outskirts of town, they're on the edge of this cliff, they have this spectacular view, but it's the cheapest property because of mudslides. I mean, hundreds of people, maybe even thousands, every year in Guatemala lose their life, lose everything that they have because they're living in literally on the side of a mountain. And, and the rainy season comes, uh, which is five months out of the year, it rains every day in the afternoon, and so that erosion just chips away, chips away, and they lose everything. Yet we arrive and th- this, I mean, I've told, I've told so many homes, the first house that you guys did this week, I dropped you guys off in the pickup and, uh, and I told them, I said, if this property would be worth millions and millions of dollars just for the view in the U.S. I mean, just spectacular views. Uh, and so it's so ironic that these families who are living in extreme poverty yet have this 
a million, multi-million dollar view. It's, uh, it's really incredible. So Brody, what were your impressions of some of the families that you met today? Um, the main impressions I got from them, they were just um, average people that were, you know, like like many people here in Guatemala and, and many people, you know, back in at this in the states where, you know, we, we all live. Um, they're just trying to do their best with what they have and what they've been given. And every single one of them have been so appreciative to us because it takes a lot for them to get something like a concrete floor if they are doing it themselves. For us to come in and do this kind of work for them, whether it's our floor crew or our stove crew, um, they just feel abundantly blessed and, and they send as many blessings as they can our way for everything from, you know, an, an easy day's work to, uh, you know, a uh, safe flight home and, and praying that they meet us again, you know, in the future here in Guatemala and things like that. They're just by far the most, even though they don't have much, they're the most generous people I've ever met, and they're truly the kindest. I mean, even in scenarios that, that I've mentioned to you, Sean, uh, <laughs> with traffic. Traffic here is yeah, tell, tell, very, tell about very that. interesting. <laughs> and um, I'm from central Illinois, and so, you know, I make my way up to Chicago, and Chicago traffic is a nightmare, to say the least. Amen. <laughs> And, uh, you know, there's there's honking and, and some swearing and just, you know, angry people all the time, you know, yelling at each other, get out of my way. And, you know, I'm I'm driving here, I'm walking here, you know. <laughs> uh, but people here in Guatemala, you know, their, their kindness even shows in their driving, which is, you know, hilarious. You know, there's a big truck in the way or there's, you know, a car coming this way and, you know, one person will stop and give them a little honk and you know give them a little wave to come on by and and it's just <laughs> coming from you know a place where where i've been in big cities where you know people aren't always as kind <laughs> it's just amazing the kindness that people share here to to complete strangers like us to you know other people you know even people that they don't even know you know walking down the road something as simple as you know, saying, uh, hola, como estas to them, you know, when <laughs> back in the States, if I would walk up past somebody and say, hey, how you doing? They might just kind of shrug it off and, you know, think I was crazy. Yeah, <clears throat> so true. The streets here are so small that when a car parks on the street, there is no way for two cars to pass. I mean, you, you literally, and it's like, there's like a, a, a given 25 mile an hour speed limit. It's like everybody just takes their time and they drive that speed limit. And if you have to pass, if you have to go around a car that's parked, a lot of times you do have to wait. And the motorcycles are cutting in and out and <laughs> tuk-tuks are cutting in and out. So cars or trucks really don't have as much space. They don't. And it's amazing to me. You're right. There's many, especially in these villages, there's many places where two cars can't pass. And and I, we have a mid-sized pickup. It's not the big one. It's not a tiny one. It's sort of, it's, it's on the bigger side. I mean, we can fit six gringos, you know, three up front, three in the back. Uh, it and is how a, many Guatemalans? Yeah, <laughs> eight, <laughs> nine. Um, so it's a bigger vehicle. And, you know, most of the vehicles here are the smaller pickups you've seen, you know, the work trucks and stuff. 
And so there'll be many times where I can't, I can't pass and somebody will see that. They'll go knock on a door. Somebody come running out. He'll move the truck, you know, and it's wow. just in that they're, they're giving me the, I'm sorry, you know, wave, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'll move right now. And, and without anybody saying anything, you know, I'm just expecting, all right, I have to back up a half mile and figure out another way. And sure enough, the, they will very, very accommodating. Like today that I was trying to get back to see you guys, to pick you guys up. And, you know, there was that lettuce uh, farm, right? And they, the, all these workers in this giant truck, and they were packing this. And he was parked on the side of the road, and I, I couldn't pass. And uh, the the boss came out, and he's he's waving at me like, just just a minute, just a minute. And he screams. <laughs> the driver, <laughs> driver comes scrambling out of the field, and he hops in the truck, and he goes, go forward, 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 a little farther, a little farther. And... Uh, and I, you know, I thought he was kind of hard on the driver, but then the driver, you know, after he got out, he moved, got out, and he he gave me a wave like, uh, you know, sorry, you know, you come, and, and now he's directing traffic. Now he's like, come on, come on, come on, you can make it, make it, you know. So it is, there's, it's a different culture for mm-hmm. sure. Another thing that I just find completely amazing is um, a lot of the um, bus services, so to say, around here, you know, they don't have... Um, a main bus service that is commissioned by the government to do this or that. Um, but they have these guys that have these old school buses <laughs> that they trick out and it's got, you know, chrome stuff everywhere and cool designs on the inside and a bunch of cool stuff. They, uh, I, I mean, I consider myself a fairly good driver, but wow. I mean, <laughs> these guys blow me out of the water. They're, you know, two giant buses passing within, you know, three inches of each other and it's true these cobblestone roads and and you know they're sitting there doing like six point turns and flipping around and i'm just like oh my gosh i couldn't even imagine and there's dogs and people and kids like everybody's in the street oh yeah (laughs) they're missing all at motorcycles bicycles uh, you know and every bus driver has their own I'm not sure what they're spotter, called. Spotter, spotter, or Ayudante, their helper. Ayudante, yeah, yep, their helper who gets out. out to help them back up when they need to back up to turn around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and those guys are experts too. They're like, no, you can make it. Yeah, I'm thinking he's not going to make it, and they make it every time. I've never seen a bus crash into anything. All the crazy, hectic car driving and motorcycle and bus and everything I've seen this week. I immediately, when I got here, I was like, oh, I'm sure I'm going to see a couple people on the side of the road yelling and screaming. You know, they bumped into each other. I have yet to even see a close call by any means here. I mean, it's it's amazing. It is amazing. So tell me about the concrete floors. Brody, you you signed up. He's he's stretching out his back (laughs) a little right now. It was a long day. Uh, You told me that, uh, you know, you signed up. On the registration form, we ask, what do you prefer and what are you interested in? And you said you put stoves and floors and kind of whatever, however we could use you. And you're you're a hulk of a guy. You're a big guy. And you said you were kind of secretly hoping for floors. Yeah. Uh, are you still feeling like that's what you wanted? or uh, And if so, tell me tell me why you were interested in that. I mean, um, my career is, is as a mechanic, so <clears throat> I, uh, I enjoy, you know... <laughs> 
like I say, I enjoy hard work and low pay, but you know, <laughs> here, here I consider it, you know, hard work and, and high pay on your soul. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I, I enjoy, uh, <clears throat> doing, you know, physical work. Um, and I'm 22 years old, so I figure, you know, I'd, I'd try to keep some of the, um, more seasoned gentlemen, you know, try to pick up some more slack for them. So you look in this direction, you looking over on this side I of the mean, table. I mean, Garland, I tell you what, he is 62, right? 62, but man, he is out there kicking butt and taking names. Right? I mean, I'm, I'm truly amazed. But yeah, I, uh, I I wanted to do the floor crew because, I mean, first off, I figured that not everybody goes there thinking, I want to go pour concrete for a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't pour concrete. I'm, I'm sorry, yeah, I don't want to go <laughs> mix, stir and mix and shovel and, and bucket it up to a house. 20 feet away and you're right but but yeah i um i i signed up and you know i had kind of one of those um i have different talents that i could see you guys using me for and you know each crew uh, but i, I kind of just uh let let you guys and, and let god kind of direct my path of you know what what you guys and what he wanted me doing that week and uh although you know shoulders are a little bit sore I don't regret it one bit, one bit. And it's truly amazing the people that you meet there. And, and uh, there's, there's a couple guys that we meet. We, um, have helpers, um, with our floor crew. So there's the three of us, um, that are, are working. And then there's two guys that are, um, the Mason's, Mason, Mason, the Mason's helper. Yeah. And, um, we had one guy we had today, what was his name? Um, the, the Mason or the helper? The Mason. Um, Fausto or Fausto? Fausto has been with us every day. and <laughs> yeah, I wish I could speak English or speak Spanish or he could speak English because, man, he seems like a cool guy. He's get a along great with. guy. Oh, yeah. um, but there was, there was another one that um, started with us today. It was his first day with us. And, you know, the kid, I mean, he looked, what, maybe 17 years old? Uh, he was probably 20-something. think so? Probably 20-something, but, but he was still... Yeah, still fairly young, and he's sitting there just, you know, going to town and smoothing, and smoothing everything out. And, you know, we're sitting there, we're like, oh, we're not going to have enough concrete for this. And he goes over and looks at it, and he's like, it'll it'll be close, you know, we can we can do this. And, and you know, by golly, you know, <laughs> we came within having a foot of it done, and we unfortunately ran out of supplies. That but, was our uh, last floor. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was the last floor, but... The other um, gentleman for, what was it? That's actually the first floor I think I've ever done here where I didn't have enough materials to actually finish the floor. Yeah. And it was only a small little it's one really section. One little. I can't remember, honestly, years and years, uh, I can't remember not having enough material. Uh, but I mean, the majority of the floor was done. You were trying to remember the name of a, yeah, of a mason um, or somebody the, else. Our, our helper that that's been helping us. We actually got to meet his his kids this morning, which was Faust, not Fausto. Fausto. No, we're not sure his name exactly. Anyways, yeah. we'll call him Fausto. Fausto. We know who we're talking Fausto. about. My 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 amigo. That's that's what I call okay. him. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, we got to meet his kids today, which was you know really cool. Um, and and. Uh, working with him every day. I mean, he is 
Yeah, he puts me to shame. I I like to think that, you know, I worked my hardest, but my goodness, he just, you know, goes to town and, and he, you know, is probably half of me, if if that. I mean, he's... This, a small guy. Yeah, I've, I've probably got a foot on him or more, and, you know, he probably weighs 125 pounds, and he's just going crazy and doing nonstop. his thing. And, yeah, nonstop. I mean... It's it's absolutely insane, but you know, even though there's that language barrier there between me and him, you know, we still have found ways of communicating and you know having fun and stuff, just like other people do. You know, when they go to work, um, he rides a, a little um, motorized dirt bike kind of deal, and um, you know, I, I have a motorcycle, and so I I kind of explained to him a little bit and showed him a picture, and you know, so he's oh yeah yeah. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> so, you know, we sitting there. Today we were walking next to each other, carrying our wheelbarrows to the next site, and he looks at me and he goes, vroom, 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 vroom. <laughs> and then he starts running with it. I mean, just, you know. Even you guys race wheelbarrows, did you? I, he beat me. <laughs> I just walked up a hill. I was tired. Yeah, he, he beat me. But, you know, it was, uh, even though there's that language barrier there, you know, it's just amazing how much you can actually communicate with you know the people you're working with every day and and the people even um at the houses that we're doing the floors for i mean it's just you know amazing that we can communicate so well with you know <laughs> me i know uh, pequeño right Paquito. <laughs> i know pequeño Paquito, pequeño spanish you know I'm, a little uh, bit <laughs> I, I know very very little and uh yet somehow you know we haven't haven't been super stranded yet having any issues with it no you guys are really talking up a storm and uh, in spanglish you know i mean they, they, you, know, you, you could really uh it's amazing how much you can communicate i mean I've, I've been to india twice for a month each i still can't speak one word of telugu but was able to lead a crew and you know with translators and with a lot of hand motions hand motions <laughs> and facial expressions and pointing yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I know numbers, like uh, Spanish numbers, because, you know, there's so many times where we're talking about the rocks or the sand or, or the concrete bags, and I'm just glad I know, you know, uno, dos, tres. <laughs> Garland, you've, uh, this, this is your, what, fourth year? Fourth year. Here, you've done stoves up until this year. This no, is your my f- first year here, I did floors. You did do floors Yeah, first I did floors year. the okay. first year. This I is your here, first I, year leading. I told myself I never wanted to do that again. <laughs> And I've done floors for two weeks this year. So this is your first year leading floors. Yes. And that's a different role for you. And uh, it's the first time you've done two weeks in a row. So that's new for you as well. And i got to tell you, you're looking pretty good for two weeks of floors. And at the end of a long day with four four floors. Uh, tell me if there's any difference in the perspective from a floor crew than from a stove crew? Um, I think both of them have their purpose. I mean, the stove crew, you have multiple people. There's a little bit of of a time lapse with a stove crew where everybody's trying to do certain portions of the, the stove and you try to sit back and let each person have an opportunity to be able to, to to help build the stove, you know, to cut the hole, to be able to stick the pipe up, 
Um, with a floor crew, once you get <coughs> ready to start, it's nonstop till you finish. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, there's there's really you know there's really not a point where you get a chance to to just sit back and. Now, we, we get about a minute and a half when, when we pour the water on for the first time. Right, to, yeah, to let the, to let the <laughs> concrete set nice. for, for a few minutes. And usually it's usually it's five, usually about five minutes or so they want the concrete to just kind of soak in and get ready. Um, but actually, I, I think I'm preferring floors only because you're just busy. Mm. You're just busy. I mean, it is a workout. I find it, you know, invigorating. I find myself... Really tired. I mean, I don't want to. I, I try not to fall asleep. You know, when you're talking after we're all done, and you know, <laughs> talking about evening worship and uh, some of the housekeeping you have to take care of afterwards. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I find myself, you know, catching myself trying to nod a little bit sometimes. But overall, you know, I've I've found that you know, God has truly blessed me. You know, this last these last two weeks, and I've just. I've just been, it's been wonderful. Well, as Pastor, Stewart, people. As Pastor Stewart told me, because I said, you know, I don't remember anybody doing two weeks of floors. And he said, yeah, but Garland's a beast. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Garland works with Stewart at the school every day. And so he said, yeah, but he's he's a beast. I mean, he's he's not a normal person. I said, oh, okay. So, you right. might have a little bit of Guam- Guatemalan in you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. But I just... <clears throat> I'm just, I'm one of those people that sometimes it's easier to get things done than it is to try to figure out who needs to get it done. Mm-hmm. You know, I've just, I've always been that way. Mm-hmm. I just like doing. Mm-hmm. My gift is helps, you know, and I'll, I'll help in a heartbeat. Well, there's helping, and then there's brutal physical labor. <laughs> I mean, I, I was with you guys, you know, I shot this thank you video for, uh, you know, someone who sponsored a floor, so I was out there with you guys this morning, and... I mean, you guys really go at it. I mean, it is heavy lifting, hard work. And when you say nonstop, I mean, it's kind of nonstop. Like, you turn the burners on, and it's nonstop for at least an hour right. without without breaks. Because, you know, once that concrete gets wet, now you've got a, the clock's ticking as to how long you have to before it starts setting, and you can't really smooth it out the way you need to smooth it. So you really need to keep going but i mean you guys really go at it and i've done floors before but you guys and you're right fausto's kind of setting that tempo and he's he's <laughs> really we're trying to play keep up <laughs> he's like the energizer bunny i mean he oh, really man. is but uh it, it is i mean there's helping and then there's this which is a whole nother level for sure you know so many times we we do get you know our conversation is centered around the projects themselves and sometimes the kids get lost in the middle of all that tell me about the kids tell me about the families tell me about what's what's really touched your heart this week today was fun Um, the first floors that we did um, after we were done and while everybody was trying to clean up and stuff I got to play basketball with the three youngest and basketball consisted of a wooden ladder leaning up against the side of the building and the top rung of the ba- of the ladder was the hoop mm. and so we were we were we were shooting hoop this afternoon there was two boys and a young girl and it was so much fun i mean they just they were really getting into it and they're just throwing these balls and it's just going everywhere and 
you know, and every now and then one of them will actually go into the go into the hoop and drop down. But the kids are just, I mean, they're all over you. They just want they want to enjoy you. They want to just be part of you. They want, I mean, they just they want to love on you and they want to be loved. Mm-hmm. They're just great. So that was really a lot of fun today. It was. <laughs> <coughs> there, um, there was a. Uh, daughter there one of the younger girls um and she was i don't know maybe uh, 10 11 years old and uh she had i think um was somewhere else and just got to the house or something like that or just i don't know woke up or something and uh we're over there you know shoveling away and and you know getting all hot and sweaty and uh you know to a little girl i'm sure you know a big guy like me and, and I'm a foot taller than most Guatemalans here. Um, you know, she, at least. Uh, yeah, at least she looks at me and, and big tall guy and, you know, drenched in sweat and everything. And she just comes up and sticks her arms out and she gives me a big hug. She says, gracias. And, and, mm. you know, <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking, this is so adorable, but I feel so bad that she has to hug a big sweaty guy. <laughs> but, mm. you know, uh, the kids, the kids are all just, Adorable and and like Garland said, they just want somebody to love them and want to love people, you know. Um, and I, I found a, a common connection. And um, today we were with that same family, and they had their little dog, and uh, they grab it, and, and Garland went over and petted it, and and I went over and petted it a little bit, and um, I showed them a picture of my dog Jasper, and uh, it's, it's Pedro, right? Pedro, uh-huh. Pedro. So, so I, I said, uh, Miss Pero, uh, and showed him a picture, and they're like, oh, my gosh, it's it's huge, because <laughs> he's a 90-pound dog compared to their, you know, 8-pound <laughs> dog. And uh, so they, um, they're like, oh, hold on, hold on, and they run over behind the house and bring out another dog that they had, um, and he's just the cutest little thing in it. He looked a lot like my dog, and it actually made me, you know, Miss Miss home a little bit, you know. Mm. Um, I, I promised to my parents if you're listening to this, I miss you guys too. But, <laughs> but you know, uh, just just seeing this this cute little puppy reminded me of mine, and, and it made me miss him a lot. And, and um, you know, they saw that picture of mine, and, and that's why they showed me that one because it looked like it. And uh, but yeah, that that was my kind of you know homesick moment of the day i mean i don't want to go home right now by any means but mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah um the kids they just they were awesome you know and you can't you know for for me i can't really speak to them but even even if it's you know some older people like our helpers uh with the floors that that they pick up a couple words here and there of english they can say some words and stuff and we've actually kind of been teaching them some words and phrases um when it comes to some of the little kids that don't speak a lick of English, we can still communicate. And, you know, most of the time it's not anything um, big that they want to communicate. It's just, you know, this is uh, this is my house or this is, you know, my, uh, my doll or my dog or my toy, you know, right. just little things like that. But it's just amazing seeing them and, and just giving... The situations that they're put in, how much love they still have to give to us, mm-hmm. and how much love that they just want, really. I don't want to leave this table before um, 
you guys share how you ended up getting here because you have very similar stories. And uh, I, I want to frame the question this way. So both of you had told me for years, <laughs> I'm going to do that someday. No, I'm coming, Sean, I'm coming someday. And I, you know, and I think I said probably to both of you, yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah, I heard you that did. last year. Yeah, I've heard that before. <laughs> and uh, and like I, we actually, I made a video. It's on our website, nowisthetimeformissions.com. It's called Someday. And uh, <laughs> it was inspired by you. And <laughs> others, hundreds of people have told me, yes, yeah, someday I'm going to do that. Someday I'm going to do that. So the question is, why now? Or when you decided to come, Garland, for Brody this year. Why now? And what was it that actually made you say, yes, I'm going to do this? Well, for, for me and, and my wife, who's you know part of the donations team, she's, she's a nurse. So she has to, because of the nurses union and everything going on she has to put in her vacation every january for the whole year and most of the time when she puts in vacations it was based around school schedules for the boys and whatnot but our boys are old enough now and four years ago you came to visit again you come to visit us every year you and don maurice came and you were sitting there and we we're going over the guatemala thing and everything else and you were sitting there going you know we are really short of people for the second week for second week and we could really use some people and we're sitting there and we're listening to this and I'm just thinking God I wish we could go and and Nancy nudges me and she goes I feel God is talking to me right now and I go what do you mean and she goes well I have a full week's of vacation a full week of vacation that week and we're not doing anything that she had already that put she in had for. already put in for, not even knowing that that was the week, and she goes and Sean's asking for help. I really believe God's asking us to go, and so we came, and we have been here every year since. And this year we did two weeks, and we're we've already talked about doing two weeks, wow. doing two weeks from here on out because one week is just it almost doesn't seem like it's enough. Mm-hmm. Just about the time you really get to understand, you're really starting to love on these people, and you feel the love from these people, and then you have to go home. And it's like, <laughs> it's just wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it would just, you asked, and she goes, I put in for this for that week, for, and I have no idea why. I just figured, you know, the end of June is a great time to mm-hmm. have a vacation, you know, and... So there's a little divine inspiration there. A little divine line intervention. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How about you, Brody? Um, well, Sean, you've known me since I was, you know, like super, super small, and which is very, very long time ago for me. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I grew up with um, you coming to do events and stuff like that uh, for us in Illinois. And, you know, I always had fun with... Uh, at the events with you, you know, uh, listening to you play and jumping around and, you know, doing what kids do with those kind of things. And uh, I, I I thought you were so awesome. And you can't repeat that to anybody. 
<laughs> but I thought you were so awesome, and I was like, he's a cool guy. It's like, I'm going to go try to help him. And so I walked up to you, and I, I was maybe 12 years old, and said, hey, Sean, can I help you carry some of your stuff? And with some form of um, of you not being sure, you are just kind of like, yeah, here, why don't you... you you can take my guitar and, and carry it for me. And uh, from there, I just kind of, you know, me and you kind of, as, as I grew older, we kind of just started, you know, having <clears throat> more conversation, um, you know, going away from uh, being me being a little kid to me being a young man and, and just kind of me and you having conversations whenever you were around about, you know, things that I would do at church. And, and you would always encourage me to, you know, the Lord might be calling you to do this, so I think you should take that opportunity and run with it. And then um, as I kind of matured into adulthood, um, I, I play uh, in my church's praise band, and, you know, me and you, whenever you would come to town and stuff, we would play together a little bit, you know, here and there and, and stuff like that. And uh, I believe it was last time you came to my church, you were sick, Right. Could be. I honestly don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, you came to my church. Uh, we were doing a show. Oh, I couldn't Sunday, sing, right? And you couldn't sing. And, yeah. you know, I just come in. I just think it's, you know, every other day. And you come up, up to me and you say, Brody, listen, I need to ask you a favor. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And, I remember this now. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. You thought yeah, I was sure. kidding. Yeah, I did, like, I did think you were kidding. Yeah. Come on. Because, I mean, I, you know, I wasn't super confident with myself and, you know, I'm not Sean Smith. I can't do this. And, uh, me and you played and, you know, I sang and stuff and, and you it was were, great. You were my voice for yeah. that, that event. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that just kind of went along with things that you told me over the years of, you know, the Lord's calling you to do this. You know, maybe you should, you know, step up your game a little. Maybe you should <laughs> take on some bigger challenges. And then when... Last time I saw you, when uh, when you were talking about Guatemala again, um, you know, I kind of thought, I, you know, I said when I was a little kid I was going to go there. It's like I never, I never <laughs> really meant it as a little kid. It was just one of those crazy little kid things. But you know, you pushed me to to reach greater heights in my life. You know, um, and and so I kind of thought to myself. Well, he's always saying, you know, maybe the Lord's wanting me to do something. Maybe he's trying to get me to reach higher than I'm used to. And so I thought, well, I'm going to go to this meeting and, you know, see kind of what exactly it's all about, you know, and, and see if it's something that's even possible for me. And, you know, I went and uh, me and two other people from my church um we're all kind of interested in it, and we had the meeting, and I was like, "Okay, this is this isn't as bad as I thought." I was like, "This is something completely feasible," and I've I've never left the country, you know, I've I've never traveled outside, and of course that's a little scary for for me, and you know, my parents weren't they were thrilled, but they, my mom at least was a little, oh yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Which I, I am missing her birthday this week. So happy <sighs> happy birthday, mom! I love you. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I was like, this is something 
I can actually do so. I decided, you know what, I'm going to do this. So, you know, we went through and did everything and got on the plane and I see, you know, all the uh, Guatemalan people there and then uh, about a foot above everybody else, I see Sean waving at me. <laughs> and uh, Coming out of the airport. <laughs> coming out of the airport. Hundreds of Guatemalans. Oh, yeah. And one gringo. <laughs> and one gringo. And uh, when we get back to the hotel and everything, Sean you now comes up and he gives me a big hug. And you give me a big hug. And you say, Brody, I can't believe you're actually here. And I looked at you and what I say? Uh, I said I was coming. I said I was coming. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's uh, pretty much the story of, of, you know, what kind of uh, led me to be here. So it was your earlier self, your younger self that actually... You, My younger you, self bit off more than I could chew at the time. <laughs> and finally... what you wish for. <laughs> finally, the older self kind of, kind of realized, you know what? It's time to put your button gear. Let's go to Guatemala. But you know that happens so many times. Not necessarily in that way, but we've had several parents just this week around this table who said the reason they're here is because of their their kid, their child. You know, because Noah. the faith of a child oh. is 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 immense, and you know the children keep saying, "But why can't we go? Why not?" You know, why can't we help? They need our help. Why can't we? And so it doesn't surprise me at all that your 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 former self who had the faith of a child is like, well, why not? Let's, yeah. you know, let's go is uh, the one that uh, worked on your older self who has all the reasons in the world. Well, what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? Well, it was very kind words, Brody. And uh, I'm just so honored and humbled and um, I'm not surprised because I didn't think you'd keep your word. I'm surprised because you broke the mold of so many others who uh, have gone before you. And, and they really want to come, but they just can't figure out how to make it happen. And uh, when they do come, like Garland, they, they usually want to come back um, because it's something that they can do to help and and it usually makes us better because we do uh so we expect you back next year (laughs) (laughs) so thank you brody thank you for and thank you garland for your faith thank you for your love for these kids Mm -hmm. thank you for your love of our lord and and how that inspires you to work really really hard uh, to to be ambassadors of Christ to these families, many of them very broken, hurt families that need they need floors, they need stoves, but more than anything, they just need to be reminded that they are loved, they're not forgotten, and and you all give that in spades. So, thank you for our, your service to our Lord and to His children here in Guatemala, and thanks for sharing your stories on the podcast. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. So that's all the time we have for now from Antigua, Guatemala. If you'd like more information about our mission, team photos, audio podcasts, blog posts, or even YouTube videos, visit our mission website at nowisthetimeformissions.com. That's nowisthetimeformissions.com. 
And until next time, this is Sean Smith saying Dios te bendiga. May God bless you. Vaya con Dios. Go with God. Pero no inmediatamente.